0: Good morning friends. I hope you're feeling well. <clears throat> I'd like to reflect a little bit on the ways that we construct a sense of self and um and so the instruction this morning is to be aware uh how we do that, how the mind does that uh, and um, and to practice holding this sense of self lightly um, one of the one of the ways that we tend to hold on to a self in practice is holding on to um, either grievances, um, resentments, uh, or guilt about things that We've done in the past, or that have uh, happened to us, have been done to us, and this is um, this is an important thing to address in our practice uh, because they keep pulling us back. Uh, my teacher, Matt Flickstein um when he taught a number of intensive two-year courses and this was always something that he put right in the beginning of the course that said if if we if we leave these uh these issues untended to um there's we keep getting pulled back uh and and so um Remorse, guilt, and um, and resentment, anger that we hold. I, I talked a little bit about anger and talking about the hindrances. So anger is a natural emotion to arise. Uh, you know, it flares up. Um, something, some harm is done, uh, and and then <clears throat> and then we. Um, you know if if that is addressed uh it and we can let it go but it's when we hold it over time in the form of resentment a, a grudge uh that it it really um we we it help it it contributes to how we form our sense of who we are and uh you know this either a sense of a victim or um or uh, kind of um, a righteous anger uh, at something. And so forgiveness is important, and forgiveness is, is something that we, we do, simply accepting that things happened, as they did because of the causes and conditions that were present at that time. And we can't undo them. We can't make them not have happened. The causes and conditions that shaped the people with whom we were involved, uh, whether they were our parents or a teacher or someone else who perhaps had some authority or power, who misused that, um, and it's it's simple to say. It's not it's not necessarily easy to do. I don't remember if I said it in the large group. I, I re- remember saying it in one of the small groups. Um, that there's a saying. Uh, I I think it was said by L- Lily, Lily Tomlin, but I'm not sure. It's been attributed to a number of people. Um, that forgiveness is giving up on having had a better past. And that, yeah, it's it's funny, because how, how much do we hold on to this idea if only I had had a better past? And uh, then, you know, then I would be happier now. I would be more free. I would be more confident. I would have found my... Way much sooner in life, uh, and all of this fantasy that um, you know, this alternative life that we could have had, <laughs> if only. Um, and and so that it doesn't serve us to hold that, and so forgiveness is something that we do out of kindness toward ourselves. It's a, it's a letting go. It's, a, it's an acceptance that things unfolded just as they did um, because of causes and conditions that were present at that time. And, and who knows how that might have shaped us also in some beneficial ways that helped us to look for skillful ways to address our suffering. the The harm that we experienced might have um, awakened some some need some uh, longing that if everything just was so smooth and comfortable, we might never have um, looked for so There are there are different ways to engage in a process of forgiveness, um, different kinds of exercises. There are many, and uh and some of them are wonderful. I'm not going to go into them now, but um, but I would encourage you if if you feel that there's some way that that resentment held over many years is still present in you, if it comes up. Uh, in a way that feels burdensome and heavy and um, constricting, that you turn toward it. And it may be something that is a process that takes time, but it's really worthwhile engaging in. And it, it may take, you know, it may be a gradual process, just more and more letting go, Oh, trying to open the heart and the mind to understand, and have compassion, um, understand why, how these these things happened, but mostly it's it's letting go. It's um, letting go is is another way of saying renunciation, and also Matt um, said that renunciation is a way that we show compassion for ourselves. Uh, and it's, a, it's an expression of compassion toward ourselves. Renunciation is a letting go, a letting go of grasping, a letting go of, of uh, ill will, a letting go of judgment, self-judgment. So in the moment, in meditation, as these thoughts and energies come up, out of compassion for ourselves, knowing discerning, having the wisdom of discernment that there, that's the direction of suffering we let them go so it's a compassionate act that we do toward ourselves and self-forgiveness is also very, very important I think perhaps it's... um, it's something that is even more prevalent. Um, you know, in, in my in my life, it has been the need the need to forgive myself for harm that I've done through commission and omission sins. That's the sins. It's the Christian expression of commission and omission. But we're not talking about sin here. Uh, Buddhism doesn't talk about sin. But uh, just that word came to mind because of its its things that we've done and also things that we fail to do. Um, Opportunities to protect or to help someone. uh, And for whatever reason, we did not rise to the occasion and do it or ways that we've acted or spoken harmfully hurtfully and and so how do we forgive ourselves you know like that's because you know in a way in doing what was harmful or failing to do what was helpful we've harmed our heart we've harmed ourselves in a way because we've separated ourselves from from the heart the the clarity the receptivity the openness of of the unobstructed heart in in um in Buddhism, there are many words for mind. Um, and, um, and two words that I think are helpful to, to know are manas and citta. So manas is the, the mind that thinks. So the, uh, the planning, the thinking, uh, ruminating and so on. And the chitta uh is the heart mind, and it's it's more that open quality of awareness which can be obstructed, can be obstructed by greed, it can be obstructed by anger um, but as we meditate, we are attuning and learning to uh to rest in this just this quality of heart mind which is. Open and um, uh, yeah, it, it 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 opens us to a sense of of connection and and um, a sense of the boundlessness, uh, uh, the the potential boundlessness of our capacity to love. So um, So, in my own practice and my experience, what I have understood is that, because of the conditioning of this mind, um, and the uh, the division. The, the way that I, that I have in the past um, been divided from myself by internalizing the judgments of others, by projecting what others might be thinking about me and, and then, you know, kind of projecting that back on myself uh, and judging myself being... So really getting disconnected from the chitta. Uh, from that seat of awareness, um, and and so I really uh, what I discovered for myself is is that it's really the chitta that I need to ask forgiveness from. That it's that I've I've harmed myself by harming others uh, or by failing to protect or support others, and. Um, And and that harm, um, you know, gets carried as a sense of guilt and as a sense of unworthiness, uh, as a sense of, um, yeah, being somehow uh, a person that we don't feel is worthy of respect. And we this This kind of complexity is very uh, common in our culture um, because of the individualism and the competitiveness and the the lack of of caring ethical and compassionate community that's available to us to to uh, to guide us in our lives as we Grow into adulthood. So, um, so noticing in our meditation, in our daily life, when those feelings of unworthiness or, or guilt, or Um, lack of confidence in just the goodness of who we are, when these come up, and giving compassionate space for these to be received, to be known, to be listened to, um, You know, one of the ways that we we can practice compassion toward ourselves is is just turning toward ourselves and saying, "I care about this pain. I care about this suffering. I'm listening. I'm present. I want to be here for this heart that is in pain." And we can do that in in our meditation practice, just sitting and noticing. And sometimes tears come, and that's okay. Um, we we are uh, so apologetic when when we cry, um, and uh, and actually tears are healing. Uh, tears are part of how the heart heals itself. So so. It, in our in the medita- in our meditation, whether it's in the hall or on your own or or, um, or in a group, if you're speaking, it's never be ashamed of tears. They're, they're really um, a sign that the heart is uh, turning toward the pain that is creating suffering and uh, is turning toward healing. So let's let's practice together, um, and just um, an encouragement to notice how self arises in a narrative, in a memory, uh, and and notice notice uh, if if there is a, a suffering around the sense of self or a setting apart, you know. All of these constructions are in some way connected to uh, some suffering, subtle or, or uh, more intense. So just noticing and, and responding with kindness and skill.